Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by Dr. Vin Dang. Uh, Vin is joining us, and he's going to be speaking about how to buy in to an MD practice on the OI show. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, I'm really excited to have my friend Vin with me. Vin and I have known each other probably about five years. Is that about right, bud? Yeah, and uh, Vin uh, has exploded into the optometry consulting space, and he's helping uh, all the companies out there. We're honored to have you. Thank you for joining us for the OI show. Thanks, Dave. I'm uh, honored and humbled to be on the show, you know, uh, in the listener and just happy to help and happy to educate. Yeah, well, we're the lucky ones getting to hang out with you. Vin, why don't you tell us a little bit about your practice, where you're at, and uh, what your practice setting is like? Sure. Yeah. So I currently practice in Bakersfield, California. Uh, we're about two hours north of LA. Uh, I'm in a ODMD setting, uh, mostly focusing on anterior seg. Uh, we have currently two ophthalmologists, one who's corneal refractive and the other one who's uh, a general focusing on some MIGs. And then myself and three other optom- optometrists, including a resident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, out of school, I went to SCCO and, um, down in uh, Fullerton. And uh, the, way I, the way I ended up at this particular practice was, you know, so during my last year in optometry school, I, I actually worked at the LensCrafters as a, you know, pretend optician, you know, under the pretense that as soon as I graduate, I would, you know, they would offer me an you know, optometry position. And, and they did. Uh, at the time it was going to be like in the Monrovia setting, Pasadena area. And I said, okay, that, that'd be all right. I can do that. But then they were like, but here, here, here's another practice. Uh, we have a location done up in Bakersfield, California. If you're, uh, it's a little bit of a higher volume, you'll probably see a little bit more disease, a little bit of a higher pay. Would you be interested in that? And at that time in 2007, I was like, where's Bakersfield? No, no one knows where Bakersfield is. <laughs> All the people in California, they're like, oh, you mean Baker? Like on the way to Vegas? You know, so, you know, before I told him, uh, let, let me, let me, uh, let me accept this job. Let me talk to my girlfriend at the time. And before I make a move like that. And so I worked at the LensCrafters. I ended up obviously taking the position. I worked at the LensCrafters in town for a couple of years. And then I got recruited out of at that LensCrafters uh, by Daniel Chang, who's the, uh, the main partner at uh, Empire Eye and Laser Center, which is where I'm currently at, and uh, and I've been there ever since. That's awesome. So, Vin, you have this unique setting because you are a part owner in your practice, and uh, that's not a really common thing in an ODMD space. That's probably not something you were necessarily thinking when you took the job. That's probably not something they were thinking when they offered you the job. So explain to me how that, how that came about, like uh, how, how you asked for that process. Yeah, absolutely. So then when, you know, when they offered me the, the job in the very beginning, they, they were basically looking for an optometrist that would do you know, all the primary care, you know, because, um, you know, Daniel Chang did his fellowship up in, uh, in Minnesota uh, with Dick Lindstrom. And at that time, you know, the, the corneal fellow, the MD fellow worked hand in hand with the OD fellow, right? Mm-hmm. So they just work hand in hand. So he saw what, what it was, how, how beneficial it was, you know, because he would focus on doing surgeries 
and then DOD would take care of everything else. So then when he had his own practice, he was like, well, I, that's what I want. I, I want an OD to work with me uh, to be able to basically be the, the gatekeeper and, 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 and take care of all the glaucoma, all the diabetes, all the stuff that I don't really want to do. And, and so I can focus on doing the surgery. So then when he hired me on that, that's what he wanted to do. So I, I did a lot of the pre-op, post-op care, the, the primary care, and uh, basically, you know, shuffled, you know, if you needed, you know, plastics, I, I, I referred you over to the optical plastics. If you need cataract surgery, I referred it to Daniel Chang. And I did that for a few years. And then um, during my annual review with them, this was like probably like three, four years in, you know, they were like, hey, you're doing a great job. Uh, this is exactly what we envisioned it would be like, you know, you working side by side by, with us. Uh, we, we, we really like your attitude. Um, how are you doing? Is there anything that you need? And then right at that point, I said, well, you know, now that you mention it, um, what would it take for me to, you know, maybe buy into the practice? You know, and I, as soon as I said that, they were taken aback a little bit. I don't think that they expected me to, to just kind of straight out ask for something like that because, you know, like like you mentioned, it's not something that's that's fairly common, you know, uh, for an OD to kind of join an MD partnership. But, you know, they they like the attitude, um, they like the drive, so they said, "Hey, you know, I'm like, sure, but let, let's 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 start a conversation. Um, you know, we value you as a as a as a as an employee, and I think we you would be a great partner. And that's that's how it got all started. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, what what do you think changed for you uh, from becoming uh, from going from being an associate, uh, you know, a worker bee, to you know having some skin in the game as an owner? Um, you know, I imagine that they weren't going to offer you, uh, they weren't going to allow you to have that unless they already saw owner qualities in you. What do you think changed for you mentally once you became, you know, part owner in the, in the, in the practice? You know, it's, it's great because, you know, it it gives you, you know, validation for me, it, it, it validated that, that all that, all my hard work, you know, doing all the things that I, you know, as an employee, you know, you shouldn't have to do because if you're just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to clock in, clock out, you know, but I, you know, I went to all the extra meetings and things like that. So for me, you know, it validated it, it you know, um, all the extra work that I put in uh, and it makes me feel good. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's, you know, I hate to say it, it from a, you know, like a status type of thing, but it, it, it was, I mean, at the time mm-hmm. it, it, it's, not a lot of ODs got to become partnered with MDs. So it, it kind of, you know, elevated my status a little bit, made me feel real good about it. Um, and, and, and still to this day, you know, I'm still grateful and, you know, humble and appreciate that they, you know, taken the, the opportunity to, to give me this opportunity and the chance to, to, to be yeah. partners with them. Yeah, I think one of the big things, particularly that I observe in OMD, uh, uh, OD practices is that, the ophthalmologist a lot of times wants the OD to help market and help grow the practice with fellow optometrists. And, you know, when you're just an associate and you're trying to grow somebody else's business, that's a little bit difficult. But I imagine that when you were out talking to other people, when you were out, you know, talking about the services, surgical services, particularly that you guys provide, 
uh, it was a little bit easier knowing that it was part of your practice too. It wasn't just that you were growing somebody else's. Yeah, my, my, it's it's you know it's taking ownership, right? I mean, it, it it literally means taking ownership to of the practice and be able to be and be proud of it, you know, uh, you know, because it's like, you know, I, I'm part of this organization, I'm part of this practice. Uh, the service that we provide is is we as a team, and, and the beauty of it too is the MDs, you know, it, it's it's the mutual respect, right? Because that's that's what we look for and that's what we strive for, you know. Um, and I'm sure you've heard of, you know, other practices where, you know, the MD hired the OD as a, you know, glorified tech and, and there, there was none of that here. You know, mm-hmm. he saw me as an equal, uh, not as a, as an associate or as an employee. So it, it made me feel really, really good that they were willing and yeah. open to, you know, take me as a partner. So now that you're an owner in the practice, what type of duties and responsibilities and things are you involved with different now than you were when you were just an associate? Yeah. So now I get to participate in uh, uh, the board of directors, right? So the board of, you know, obviously the company has a board um, and the board of directors are are the owners. Uh, So I attend, you know, monthly board of directors meetings. Uh, We do like financial meetings, uh, learn about, you know, like you were saying earlier, you were during your admin time, you were reviewing your profit and loss statements, your uh, balance sheets, income statements. Um, we do budgeting. So all of these things you, you got to, you get to, I got, I got to learn as, as part of being a owner uh, mm-hmm. that I, I wouldn't have been able to, if I was an associate. So prior to that, you were just kind of seeing the revenue that you were driving into the practice not just what was happening overall in uh, in the practice. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. I was I was only seeing what what you know what was within my own, um, and not seeing what other people were doing and what the overhead was, and you know uh, how much money we spent on marketing and you know mm-hmm. how much money was spent on you know payroll and those types. Of- yeah. When you joined the practice, were you the only optometrist? I, when I joined the practice, I was the only full-time optometrist. Right. Uh, so, Vin, like, it, it seems that in the last three to four years, your practice has changed a little, right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot that's happened. It sounds like they added an ophthalmologist, added optometrist. Like, yeah. tell us about the growth that has happened in the years that you've been there. Yeah. No. So we've grown a lot. Right. We've 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 changed you know, the, the, our vision and our mission, so to speak, um, you know, in the beginning when, before I was hired, they did have optometrists working, but they were mainly there to do like routine comp exams. Right. So it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, all the VSPs and all the MESs and things like that. And that's the basic routine stuff that optometrists did. Um, but as soon as I got hired on, they were like, well, no, you know, optometrists, they're, they're medical you know, optometrists, they, they, they can take care of all of these things. And I want them to take care of all these things. So we've grown um, away from the sort of optical side. And right, and you more, were just telling me you made a big change in your optical. Yeah, absolutely. So then uh, as of June of this year, we decided to basically um, stop all optical. Uh, so we no longer provide routine and, and, and uh, routine eye care uh, and contact lenses. We, we now, um, you know, divvy that out to our referral network because it, it, it wasn't part of our, you know, mission. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, 
as a you know a secondary center, we want to focus on you know medical, the medical aspects of optometry and ophthalmology, and and do what we would do best, which is you know dry eye, you know lasers, LASIK, um, refractive surgery, um, plastics, and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so what do you, what do you feel is, is, uh, coming for the next couple of years? What are you excited about for the growth in the next couple of years? What do you, what do you feel your, your practice is going to grow into? Yeah. So right now we're, 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 it's going to be really exciting because what's, what's happening is we are, we just moved in, we moved into this new building, quote unquote, and, but it's been three years already. And in the three years that we, we've grown so much that we, we need more space. So because we, were, we, we closed our optical side down, we are currently in the process of, of just gutting out the optical and then just remodeling it so we can grow and have more space and so we can do more things. Um, so in the next three to five years, it, it's, it's only going to get bigger. We're going to, you know, uh, get into a little bit more into plastics, uh, potentially, you know, hire a plastic surgeon mm-hmm. uh, and a dermatologist. So that way we can kind of focus on the sort of the aesthetics are um, a good portion of our practice focuses a little bit on, on the aesthetic sides. And I think that, that that's how you hedge yourself against, you know, insurance payments and things like that. You, you make your practice more cash pay versus, you yeah. know, uh, insurance pay. Uh, so we're, we're going to grow and we're, we're probably going to need another ophthalmologist too, uh, because, you know, currently our, our, our two ophthalmologists are booked out like six to eight weeks. Oof. Uh, so we, we need, we need the space. We need the, so it, it's 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 definitely going to be exciting. We're 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 a well-oiled machine at this time, um, based on the amount of little space that we have. I can't imagine in, in three to five years when we have even more space, it's going to be even bigger. It's explode! That's exciting. Explode. Yes, and wow. it, and the nice thing is it's it's all of this we've done sort of organically, right? We haven't like you know um, crazy done any crazy marketing or anything like that. We just you know, um, uh, Daniel Chang, who's, who's the main partner, you know, he, he loves, uh, Jim Collins, right. Uh, Jim Collins wrote this book, which is, uh, great. good to great. Yeah. yeah good to great. And, and in good to great, it talks about sort of the, uh, the hedgehog concept, right. And the hedgehog uh-huh. concept is, is, is you can't be a jack of all trades. You got to be good at one thing and just, just be really, really good at one thing and just, do it really well. Well, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do It's just, he's trying to focus, hone in on his craft, you know, be, be the best, you know, cataract surgeon, premium IOL, uh, presbyopia, presbyopia correcting type of IOLs and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, uh, dry eye focused and, and then just, you know, take care of the patient so I can be, you know, the best that I can be in the dry eye space. So it's, it's great. So you mentioned this earlier and just kind of as a closing question. So if, if there's people that are out there who are thinking of wanting, you know, to, to, to do what you've done, what are some, some qualities uh, in an ophthalmology practice that they would look to before they would consider asking, can I buy in? You, you, you mentioned some qualities of the ophthalmologist that you work with. What would that look like as far as a working relationship beforehand and what kind of qualities in an ophthalmologist would they maybe be looking at? Yeah, absolutely. So 
I think that there's been a, a, a sort of a shift in, in at least from what I can see in the ophthalmologists, right? So, you know, you've got the old guard ophthalmologist who, who, who thinks that the optometrists of, you know, back in the day, just they're just refractionists, right? So those guys, it's going to be very, very difficult. But then you got sort of the, the younger younger ones, kind of like the Daniel Chang's of the ophthalmologists who are much more open because, you know, during their training, they're, they're working hand in hand with, you know, OD fellows, you know, in the university settings, you got, you know, we've got friends that, are, that work in the ophthalmology departments that are teaching these residents, right? So then they, they, they can see what we're capable of. And I think that um, if you look for a, a little bit of a younger, you know, I would say, you know, 50 or under in terms of ophthalmologists, you'll be more likely to uh, for them to be open to partnering with an optometrist. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be a, a one tip there. Uh, the other one would be just you know just 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 try it out. You know uh, the thing is is that you don't know someone until you work with them side by side, day in day out, um, and, and see what they're like. Um, on a personality basis, do they do they treat you with respect? Do they uh, do they see you as an equal? Do you do they see you as a colleague, or do they see you as a you know uh, as an associate or as a person that's beneath beneath them, mm-hmm. under you? You know, those are the, the qualities that you have to look for in, in in the ophthalmologist, so that 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 would be like, well, you know, that's not going to be a there's not going to be an opportunity there. Yeah, that side by side, I think, is the real key aspect that you brought up. I sure appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for joining us for yeah. the episode. Uh, you're a, you're a stud and I love listening to the things that you say. You have done such a great job of educating us in the dry eye space and certainly on the surgical side. So thank you for what you do, my man. Hey, Dave, you're, 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 you know, you were my mentor in the beginning. I know. <laughs> I mean, I remember when we first met five years ago, it was just, you, you gave me a bunch of I remember that one tip that you told me, you know, you say yes to everything until you say you can't, you can no longer say yes. That's that's, right. That's that's awesome. But I mean, I I appreciate all the things that you do and, you know, appreciate all the advice and, you know, it's, it's, you're helping, you know, you're making a difference and that's, that's what we're trying to do. Thanks buddy. And we appreciate you, the listener. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Make sure to like, and subscribe. And uh, tell everybody that you know about the Optometric Insights Show, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.